Hello and welcome to the Unix Radio Show on Tune FM 106.9. And we're back after not actually all that long of a break, to be honest. It doesn't feel like a long break. Yeah, it was only like two weeks. And we actually, uh, Jen and I and a couple other people went on for the first week, so everyone's only missed a week. It's oh. great. I wasn't there. I wasn't invited to the party. Nope. Oh, <laughs> I feel betrayed now. We had like five people in here, so it was oh, fine. Jeez. <laughs> it was a crowd. Uh, yeah, well, I went home for like the first week. Like as soon as Friday hit, gone. I was gone. <laughs> Just See, out of here. you didn't invite. You went around to accept it anyway. <laughs> I know. Uh, Joyce. Uh, I was just being like that. <laughs> <laughs> mm, oof. Uh, so what have you been up to, Nick, over your two weeks of freedom? Oh, I have been doing games, games, and more games nice. because I've put off my responsibilities for like two weeks <laughs> and I really shouldn't have done that. But here we are, mm. two weeks later, crying again. Yep. <laughs> but um, about right. Uh, I'm pretty sure I've nearly finished Sekiro as well. I'm only only sure. Maybe. I don't know where the actual end of the game is, but I think I'm there. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. There could be another five bosses after what I've gone through. Mm, okay. Well. <sighs> other than that, I've also picked up Total War Warhammer 2. Mm. So to play with friends, and then I haven't actually uh, played with friends for like two hours on it. Mm. Only two player. Huh. It's like, you know how, like, Stark... Oh, not Starcraft, but, like, um, Dawn of War... Yeah, the other ones have more people in them. Yeah, like, you can get, like, four to, like, eight players. Yeah, yeah. This is a similar, like, similar, like, Civ and stuff like that. Mm. But, yeah, you can only have two players max on multiplayer. Yeah, joys. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, sucks a little bit, but, you know, that's life. Ah, <laughs> oh, joys. So I've been playing that. Hmm. <laughs> And yeah, <sighs> not much else other than that. Yeah. Videos. Nice. Chilling. Nice. Uh, Netflix, actually, for me. Netflix and video games. Oh, yeah? Um, Jen and I have been watching the original Star Trek series, and I've been watching the new Star Trek thing, which has just been pissing her off to no end, because <laughs> it's just bad. <laughs> Oofed. And um, I introduced Jen to a few new games. I introduced myself to a few. Origin Access has been giving me all sorts of fun things to try out. I just spent the entire day playing Spore. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Spore. Uh, What a train wreck of a game. What a beautiful train wreck. (laughs) It it is. It was kind of interesting until it hit space stuff, because then it started trying to feel like other space RTSs, and I'm like, no, I'm sorry. (laughs) You're not doing it right. Uh, So, uh, um, Jen... Do you want to talk about anything interesting that you've been doing? Well, because Unix now has a um, Minecraft server, I've been trying out Minecraft. Yes. Why was I not told of this? It what? was. I'm sure I said something about it. Oh, probably. But, like, you know, I don't look on our Discord. <laughs> Good point. Well, we have a Minecraft. We have two Minecraft servers, actually. We have, oh. you know, um, fairly unmodded vanilla server. It's vanilla then, with a few plugins. Oh, yeah. And then we have... Um, and Colonies. Yeah, a, a, a random mod pack that we just picked off of the um, Twitch because it looked interesting. Oh, yeah. So we've been doing a bit of that. And um, 
looking at um, Borderlands 3 stuff, actually. That's what oh, I've yeah. been doing. You guys interested in that? I am. Jen, we've just finished playing Borderlands 2. So yes. I'm not entirely sure if Jen's a, Borderland fan, a Borderlands fan yet, or <laughs> but she managed to get through 2 at least, so... I'd be up for three if yeah. my computer could run it. That's <laughs> <laughs> not going to happen, sadly. Yeah. Uh, I reckon even if you want to get it, wait till it's not, like, wait till it's on Steam. Yeah, yeah, that's what that's what we're going to do. Because then all the bugs will be fixed, mm. hopefully. Then again, they've said this is, um, uh, they've said when they, in their um, announcement things, stuff like that, their actual first time showing gameplay of it, that this is the longest they've ever worked on a title. Oh, okay. They're genuinely proud about how much time they've put into us. Apparently, it's massive compared to Borderlands 2, and that was a big game. Mm. I'm just saying that games nowadays are, re- are releasing Re- in an unfinished... for being unfinished. But the thing about this was that, you know, Borderlands 3 was only just released. No, have been uh, sort of just announced. It hasn't actually mm. been yeah, released announced. yet. Yeah, announced. It's just yeah. been just announced, whereas they've been working on it for, you know... Oh, yeah, years. they've been working on it for, like, six-odd years. Mm, mm. So there was no pressure for them to, you know, announce it or release it. Mm. Yeah. Because nobody was, you know, really expecting it. Yeah. Oh, well, there's been leaks for a while. There's been People have been saying it's coming, but they haven't known when, things like that. It's actually coming September. September has got so many games that I want to play (laughs) releasing. It's ridiculous. Uh. Um, So, yeah, have you actually seen any of the Borderlands 3 stuff? I've seen the release trailer. Mm. Other than that, not really. I'm, I'm not too excited for it. It's just, you know, mm. Mm, yeah, another Borderlands. Yeah. It's probably going to be good, <laughs> but, you know, it's not yeah, something that I'm going to jump on straight away. Exactly. The pre-sequel sort of um, showed a bit of, um, oh, what's the word for it? Brand fatigue or something. People mm. were just done with it. Oh, well, now after, like, all of these other looter shooters have come out, it's going to be... Well, it's the king of the looter shooter mm. genre. Like, they started it. I was going to say, it's going to be interesting to see what they do and how they actually evolve on their I- own ideas mm. and see how um, see how they work with this Guns with legs. It looked yes, to, it guns looked, with legs. It looked... To, oh. Guns with all sorts of things. They're kind of like, yeah, so TDR weapons, which you throw away and they explode afterwards when you're done with them. Yeah, throwing away and exploding is just too boring. <laughs> so we're going to make them run around with legs, bounce, turn into bouncy balls and bounce around with it and then blow so up. So could that mean that you shoot one bullet, reload, throw the weapon, shoot another bullet, and in, then in just have game, like an army of in these their, guns? In their gameplay preview where the devs were playing it on you know live, they got into a boss fight, and there was this one of them who was just firing a shot and reloading and just <laughs> spamming these guns with legs running around all over the place. It was amazing. Well, I reckon they should put probably a limit on that or, like, you know, yeah, some I think type there of cap. Is. I think there is, for sure. Um, so, yeah. The one thing that did great against me was the fact that Claptrap isn't being voiced by the, you know, original voice of Claptrap. Okay. And that's just because... Um, the fellow who is um, who used to do it um, had issues with them not paying him or something. Oh, okay. And they didn't want to pay him again this time. So, what? Uh, That's something. Mm. 
It'll take a little bit more reading into. Yeah. Um. Oh yes. Okay. So when he when he did it, he wasn't paid before because he was like one of the high up executives of um, Gearbox. Yeah. When he originally did it, but now he doesn't work for them anymore. Mm. Works for a company called Rooster Teeth in the U.S. And that's why he wanted to be paid this time. And they said, well, we're not going to pay you to do this. (laughs) You did it for free before. (laughs) Yeah, and then you're just like, hmm. Yes, for sure. Um, But give me money. (laughs) Uh, In other news, talking about brand fatigue, the next Call of Duty is coming before the end of June. Yay. What? They're making another one. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Uh, What's this one going to be about? That's another one of the Modern Warfare series. Oh, okay. So, um... Yeah. Modern Warfare 3? 4. 4. I thought there was a Modern Warfare 4, but that's what this thing is saying. It's like... We're, was there a Modern Warfare 3? <laughs> yes. I've missed something. There's an awful <laughs> lot of Call of Duties. This is why I don't... Just... I d- just don't. Hmm. <laughs> But yeah, they're doing yeah. they're doing another one. But that's basically all I can really say. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and actually, um, to come along with their you know, releasing another Call of Duty because Xbox has always been like the king of Call of Duty. That's the platform you play it on. Yeah. Um, Xbox community standards now now offer examples of trash talk versus abuse because, as everyone knows, Xbox is most yeah you know, <laughs> renowned for its twelve E's just <laughs> screaming into their mics. Uh, so yeah, it's good that they would have like that type of clear cut definition. Yeah, you but need, uh, you need a lot less <laughs> vagueness. Is vagueness a word? I think vagueness is a word. Sounds yeah. like it should be a word. <laughs> you need a lot less of it in this the world nowadays. Otherwise, people are going to be like, Arr! grab their pitchforks and come at you. I love some of the examples of acceptable trash talk. Get destroyed. Can't believe you thought you were on my level. <laughs> that was some serious potato aim. Get wrecked. Only reason you, were, you went positive was that you spent all game camping. Try again, kid. <laughs> Cheap win, come at me when you can actually drive without running cars off the road. That sucked, get good, then come back when your KD's over one. <laughs> when um, <laughs> when, they're, when they're going too far is get sexual threat. You know, they actually have sexual threat in parentheses. Oh, wow. Um, can't believe you thought we were on my level. Hey, profanity. <laughs> that was some serious <laughs> potato aim. Um... Only reason you went positive was you spent all game ca- camping. KYS, kid. <laughs> um, cheap win. Totally expected from a racial slur. <laughs> oh. And you suck. Get out of my country. Maybe we'll let you, maybe they'll let you back in when your KD's over one. Oh. Like, come on, guys. <laughs> oh. uh, you're really talking about the maturity of your audience when you have to specifically specify things you're not supposed to say. <laughs> yeah, wow. Uh don't be a pain. <laughs> don't be a 12 on Xbox. Just don't. Just don't, guys. <laughs> Just grow up. <laughs> oh, gosh. I wonder, actually. You wonder? Wonder about well, what? Okay, so have you seen um, the latest Marvel movie? 
Um, I no. can't even think of the name. Endgame? No, I have not. I don't know. I have to actually ask this. <laughs> I don't so, watch movies, so. Uh, you just don't watch movies. I just don't. Okay, cool. <laughs> well, there is a scene where Thor is trash-talking down an Xbox <laughs> at, a, at a kid on the other side playing Fortnite. Oh, and wow. I, and these, this seems to be coming out really soon after <laughs> Marvel made an incredibly public <laughs> statement of how um, unpleasant the, their community can be. Yeah. So, huh. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, great stuff. Anyways, we should probably go to a music break. So, I think, unless you guys want to interrupt me. No. no. Continue on. Continue. Okay. You've been listening to Tune FM 106.9 and the Unix Radio Show, and we will be back after this break.
俊 FM。
Welcome back to the Unex Radio Show on Tune FM 106.9. And um, did you guys hear a little thing about Epic? Epic. Uh, What has Epic done now? Well, they actually bought out the developer Psyonix, which was the creator of Rocket League. Yes. So that's a thing. (laughs) So is Psyonix like a one-hit Pony. Um, one hit, yeah. One, one hit trick band or pony. Whatever. One trick pony. Um, at the moment, I haven't heard of any other popular game from them. Mm. Though that's just me, and I could be living under a rock like I normally do. But, <laughs> Rocks um, are heavy. <laughs> I think m- rather than focusing on um, a like have, hiring more people to build another game. I think they might be more focusing on having a smaller development team and constantly putting out like content mm. for Rocket League mm. over the like the what? How long has it been out? Four or five years, probably. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly how long Rocket League's been out. Uh, 2015. Oh, okay. Actually, from what what I'm getting here, um, they produced uh, Rocket League for the PC, Mac OS, Linux, Switch. PS4, Xbox One in 2015. The last time they actually made a PC game was twi- was 2009. Oh, they've made you know they've made one in 08, 09, 12, 13, and none of them I even recognize the name of except for Rocket League. Yeah, a spot possibly because they're um, released for iOS, and who would you know play games on iOS? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, they make iOS games. Oh. And then moved on to Rocket League. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, well, Rocket League is very... um, It's quite popular. It's popular at the moment. They even have, like, their own competitive scene and stuff like that. Mm. So, like, they have all that going for them. But, yeah, it was just a bit weird that now of all times they get Rocket League. I mean, like... Epic bought Psionics. Mm. Like, what are they going to try and do with that? Mm. Like, wh- why is my question? Yeah. Don't know. But um, they still say that Rocket League is going to be supported on Steam and it's still going to be sold on Steam. Well, Steam is the lifeblood of Rocket League at this point, considering mm. it's the best place to get it. Yeah. Um, but that's until further notice. Mm. They could... Because, like, you know, Epic's making exclusivity deals with everyone. That they, would be a huge mistake on their part. Yeah, I honestly don't think they will. Mm. But, you know, it's not completely out of the question, maybe, like, in a year's time or something. Mm. Like, they might go, okay, now you can't play it on Steam. I mean, like, buy it on Steam. Yeah. Like, that would, that, would, that would be... Not just bad from you know for the players or anything like that. That would just be con- difficult from a business point of view as well. Yeah, because Steam still gets money from people buying um, yeah. keys and things like that on in that game. So Steam would still be making money from it, even though they wouldn't be selling it anymore. Yeah. So Steam would still have to have all their marketplace and things like that set up for Rocket League without being able to sell Rocket League. (laughs) So it's going to be very odd if that's the case. Yeah, Mm. I I reckon it will be just too much of a hassle to talk, like, to Mm. break license agreements with Steam. Mm. So they're probably, like, 
they're probably more focusing on, okay, what, um, we want these guys to develop, like, a different game or, like, you know, something in the same vein as Rocket League. Yeah. And then we can get exclusivity deals on that. Mm. So, But uh, I don't think, Jen, you don't really know what Rocket League is, do you? Nope. Soccer with cars. Yeah. That, that's, that's literally it, soccer with cars. It's, yeah. Okay, yeah. It's uh, it's an interesting concept mm. that took the world by storm. Like, what? Like, actually. <laughs> yeah, it was, like, really popular for, like, three weeks and then died off again. Mm. <laughs> but it's it's kept its player base, honestly. Yeah. Like, well, that's the thing is that um, internet hype, typically, like, you're doing well to keep three weeks. Mm. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. So. That's, that's, that's to be understood, at least. But... Also, with this, uh, let's say, partnership, mm. people have been going onto the Rocket League store page and just review bombing it. Because, mm. you know, we're, we're all civil, nice people on the internet. Yeah, for sure. Although it's funny because if people might remember, I did mention a while ago that Steam has actually implemented an anti review bomb system. Yeah. Which apparently works. <laughs> so, um, yeah, recent reviews very positive. All reviews very positive. They filter they filter out all of the um, negative reviews just from mm. just from review bombing. I mean, it's very childish to do that. <laughs> yeah. Well, to be fair, um, it's like their only way of actually talking to de- the developer properly nowadays mm. you only have what um social media which can be easily ignored especially when you're dealing with a massive company mm. and then like you know you have reviews that's about it you can't really input too much into their creative um discussions and stuff like that Yes, but what exactly are they, you know, protesting? Oh, okay, they bought the so, company. <laughs> so basically everything, I've actually gone and found the negative reviews that Steam doesn't include in its overall okay. know, review. So basically these aren't clamped in their average review score, but they still exist. Oh, okay. Um, basically, it's everyone, you know, basically the people that I'm seeing here, they posted these things thinking that it's instantly going to be taken down. Yeah. Because they're all saying, you know, these guys are, you know. There's more expletives in here than what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, these guys are idiots. I've just realized this game I love is getting removed. Why, you know, why you ask? Epic bought it. Um, for those who haven't already, you know, they keep it. The Psionics knows better. Where's the refund button? Yeah. And um, lots of great. Um, Where's the refund button? I've played this game for two thousand hours. I want to refund it now. Yeah, yeah. I want my sixty dollars back that I paid three it, years yeah, ago. All of the, all of the negative reviews. Um, are complaining about are something complaining, that's not happening yet. Are complaining about something that's not happening yet, at least or might not happen. Yeah, at all. That potentially does is not going to happen. And. Um, Basically, it's not a mass protest against anything to do with the game. It's just a mass protest against Epic. Epic. Yeah. But my my attitude is, you guys were all probably protesting, please, can we get something to go against Steam? And now you're all like, oh, no. Yeah. Well, the thing is, the way Epic 
views it is mm. that they're being the bad guy, but they're doing it for the right cause, if you know what I mean. Mm. If I phrase that right. I mm. can understand why you're doing the exclusive games kind of thing. Mm. Yeah, it, it's. I mean, some player people might you know hate them for that, but I mean it's one way to get people onto your launcher. Yeah, well, it's they're trying to make something that rivals Steam, hmm. and the only way to do that is to a be a big company with a lot of money behind you, and b have games on your platform that they can't get at Steam, and hmm. that's what they've done. So it, it's a good concept mm. that will probably help the industry. Mm. And the thing is, um, as well, is that if you go to a website called Trello, you can actually get the Epic Games launcher uh, roadmap for everything that they actually want to do with it. Okay. And, but, you know, everyone's saying, oh, you know, Epic isn't interested. You know, lots of these reviews are, um, you know, they're not interested in having great functionalities. They're not interested in having other games in Fortnite. They're not interested in, you know, adding the basic features. They're not, you know, you know, they're not, they're saying, oh, they're, you know, they're, mm. they're lying to everyone. They're not protecting user data. And all they're interested in just buying more exclusives. And But if you look at their, you know, what they actually want to be doing, at least what they say they want to be doing, mm. they're doing a lot of, they're aiming to do a lot of things including things that Steam has literally only just recently done. <laughs> like, they say, we really want a um, um, currencies to be properly shown in our store. Because Steam, up until just recently, was only ever displaying everything in USD. USD. Mm. And only just recently swapped over to actually having regionalized currency. Yeah. Which is nice. Yeah, it's actually really good because then you can actually look at the game and go, oh, that's exactly how much it's going to cost me. Yeah. Rather than going, okay, how much is that in my currency? Mm. So, for example, they, um, you know, they've, um, features that they've added are like a free game notification, improvements to redeeming codes and things like that. Um, Offline mode is now a thing people were complaining about that now it's a legitimate complaint mm. that offline mode didn't exist it needed to exist yeah that's actually and fair regional point. pricing um and preloading and everything else like that and then the uh new things they want to do is um uh, under the hood improvements to their system cloud saves oh cloud saves is a massive thing that they probably need to get on to mm. but that would also be mm. really mm. hard to implement straight off the bat. Yes, exactly. Um, other things are um, playtime tracking and Humble Bundle integration and offline mode improvements, more currencies to add to their things, a proper overlay, a shopping cart, which is something that I find really difficult to use on Steam. I find I don't know if Steam really has a shopping cart functionality. It does. I find it very clunky. It's just go up into the top left right. No, hand as, in, as in when I go when I click on buy a game, it goes instantly into you're just buying this one, right? Mm. I would love to be able to just easily just click add to cart and oh, keep on going. Fair enough. That's I what think, I want. I think there is like when it goes to that screen, you can go continue shopping. Yeah, there is, but 
But yeah, it's, you'd it's rather annoying. you'd rather not have that screen pop up at all. Have yeah. to go back. You'd mm. rather just click, 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 click. Mm. Yeah, they also want to work on achievements and you know later on automated refunds, Android Store gifting, that sort of thing. Okay. Now, they've got a roadmap, and once they get there, I'm fairly sure Epic will be able to provide a very good. Like the one feature mm. that I would really like that Steam has and they don't right now, is I would like to be able to set what page it opens up to when you actually fire it up. Oh, yeah. Because right now it fires up to a quasi-store slash library combination. Oh. Which, it's okay. You know, it, it puts all of your recently played games in the side so you can just click on one to launch it. Yeah. So it's acceptable. But I like the functionality in Steam. You can set it to, Yep, I'm a money bag, so I'm just going to have it always open up to the store <laughs> or, you know, always open up to the library or something mm. like that. Um, so they're getting there. Basically, yeah. people, this is just another case of we are sad, bored people and we need to find something to be outraged by. Yeah. See, the thing is, is that I'm, I'm not too sure exactly how old it is, but I'm pretty sure that that store is not too old. Mm. Like, probably, like... A couple of years at that. Mm. You'd have to say that people have a problem if they want a competitor for Steam and then they're complaining that it's just too young. It's too, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's not as good as Steam. It's like, do you have any idea how long Steam has been for? Because, like, they probably had the launcher basically just for Fortnite. Mm. And then when they decided, hey, let's actually make this a thing. Yeah, and start diversifying. Mm. That's when they start running into all of these other issues. Mm. And then they just have to fix them as they become recognized. Yeah, okay. Um, The Epic Games Store was released in December 6, 2018. Well, there you go. It's only (laughs) been around for like, what, half a year? Yeah. Yeah. And um, let me see if I Google Steam. Yeah, because Fortnite's been out for yeah, longer Yeah, Steam than that. has been from 2003. Yeah. Steam so, has had a while. So, so they're what? comparing a you know, 16-year-old gay, um, mm. game launcher. Game launcher to one that's less than a year old. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> yes, they are. GG, guys, that's, that's an awful comparison. In uh. saying that, Steam is also fairly archaic in its actual design. It has not really changed mm. since I got it like 10 years ago or something like that. Mm. Like it does not feel like it's been updated whatsoever. But the question is, is anything actually broken in that? Not really. They are talking about adding in a new look for Steam. Mm. Um, but... Uh, I yeah. don't know. I, I, I can live with what they've got. Yeah. I mean, like, some quality of life things like that shopping cart thing I was saying. And if I really wanted to hunt through it, I could probably find others. Yeah. But, like, there's nothing like, oh, this thing has to change right now type mm. thing. Exactly. Well, so the thing, the Steam's attitude is probably, you know, the one of, it's not broken, so don't fix it. Which yeah. is a wise one to follow, and more people should follow that. Yeah, especially with computers and programming, because as soon as you start messing around with code, you can break things that worked before. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> broken, uh, don't fix it. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, that's the worst when they start doing like major revamp upgrade updates to um, 
any sort of game mm. and that they instantly break something that one yeah. or, you know either way and it gets a little bit too ridiculous yeah uh so we shall see i'm willing to say that for the, for the most part people are just outraged because they just want to be outraged we yeah. haven't had a good we haven't had a good solid thing to be outraged for in a while yeah that ever the, the community is banding together to rage against this one particular thing Yay. <laughs> to be honest, though, the last few things that they have banded together for to rage against have been fairly good, like EA's horrific microtransactions and things like yes. that. Yes. You know, they have done good in the past. <laughs> but this one is just like, it's like up a EA bit. hasn't done anything yet to make us pissed off, <laughs> so we need to find somebody else to get angry at. Uh. <laughs> oh, so, EA. Mm. Ha. <laughs> yes, indeed. Ha. Anyways, I'll take us off to a music break now. Um, and then next, we can talk about food. Oof. Ha-ha. So you've been listening to Tune FM 106.9 and the Unix Radio Show, and we will be back shortly. Hot, strong, young, and dumb, yeah, we had no fear. Way back when we said we'd both be
I don't know what else to say. This is 106.9 Tune FM. Like a coat that I sold in the summer and I'm cold and I want you back. I want you back. Like an old baby doll that some other kids stole. I want you back. I want you back. Digging in your old letters. Slipping in your old sweater. Guess I should have known better. Cause you're gone. Welcome back to the Unex Radio Show on Tune FM 106.9. And guys, are you hungry? Yep. For toast? Yep. I'm always up for toast. <laughs> Which is great because Razor has just announced that an April Fool's joke that they, you know, branded, <laughs> that they had. It was an April Fool's joke. It was an April Fool's joke, is oh. now officially a product they are going to release, the Razor-branded toaster. Oh, <laughs> oh. Now, the only thing we've got for it is concept art at the moment of what people are hoping and dreaming this thing is going to be, which is a, you know, black outer casing with green light just all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> Such green. Sounds like Razor. Yeah. Ju- it, it's Razor with toast in it. Mm. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's something to get excited about because 
Yeah, that could open up a whole new market. So wait, how did this come about? Uh, okay, so back in 2013, they made a um, a joke set a joke product, which was the Razor Toaster for April Fools, as mm. lots of games companies do. They decided that there was so much interest in this toaster that um, they would uh, they would release it. They would actually design it and release it if they got a million likes on their thing. There's been a campaign going for five years to get the level of likes required to say okay. And they also did a thing where if you got a um, a razor toaster tattoo visibly on your body, you could all you'd you know count for even more votes than normal. So there are 12 people out there with razor toaster tattoos. Oh, I was in the band before it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so, yeah, um, the Facebook group, um, Give Us the Razor Toaster, reached over 1 million likes. And um, they have said, yes, we are doing it. Oh, so they've actually announced that they're going to. Um, yeah. So the fellow... Um, Min Lang Tan, um, who's, I believe, the chief designer of it, is um, yeah has said right we're going to actually um, design it and get it ready to go. Damn. They, they say here we've got some big no- big names getting involved in the program. Intel, Nvidia, Asia Pacific, and T-Mobile, to name a few. What are getting involved in the Razor Toaster project? Wait, Why? Wait. Is it going to be <laughs> Wi-Fi and then like have a graphics card coming out the side of it and be able to plugged into your computer? Listen, all right. If you want to toast a graphics card, <laughs> my graphics card makes toast. What about yours? <laughs> oh God. Oh, no. Why? Why would those companies be involved? <laughs> you would think that there would be a toaster company involved in this. <sighs> Not all the other tech companies. Mm. Oh, wow. <laughs> Maybe it has to light up with all your RGB. Um, like Wait, This is going to be... The funny thing is that we're, we, we've, we've missed the part where this is going to be the world's highest tech toaster there's ever been. <laughs> I No, I would disagree with that. I think there's probably more high-tech toasters than a Razer toaster. Yeah, but when it's you've got Intel and Nvidia. NVIDIA. And, yeah. I mean, if it has all of that type of stuff, then yeah. It's but like, yes, I'm, we've got an, I, you know, an i999K. <laughs> <laughs> I am pretty sure there are voice-activated toasters. Listen, all right, with the processing power this toaster could have... You could probably run Fortnite. <laughs> that would be great, actually. If My they released a place Fortnite. <laughs> if they released a toaster, <laughs> and actually, you know, the toasting part is more just like part of the heat sink. <laughs> it's just a PC case that can happen to cook toast in it. Oh well, that would. Oh, uh, I need this in my life. It would probably look terribly green, but I need this in my life. <laughs> I would love to see the end result of this. Yeah. Looking forward to it. We have to keep our eyes peeled. Mm, for sure. Do they have any idea of when they're actually going to, you know? They haven't announced when it's going to be, what it's going to look like. They haven't said anything. They probably just said, okay, yeah, we're going to, just for the lols. But Intel and NVIDIA getting on board? <laughs> It's a toaster. <laughs> it's a toaster. 
<laughs> then again, um, the guys at in, the guys at Nvidia love doing silly things. Like some of the names that they've come out with their um, things. Like for instance, their GeForce Experience. The only reason they called it that is because abbreviated it's GF Experience, and mm. they thought it was hilarious. Yeah. So Nvidia backing a toaster is probably their idea of the greatest tech thing they could have possibly done. <laughs> I I just had a thought. The toast has Wi-Fi. The toast has Wi-Fi. <laughs> Embedded Wi-Fi in the toast. <laughs> Oof. <sighs> oh, well. Um, and the next thing that we've got to talk about is um, Dark Souls 3 Deluxe Edition, which normally sells for $119.95 Australian, is currently on sale for $29.98 Australian. And I need Nick to talk me into buying it. <laughs> Well, (laughs) I would have a bit of a bias for this game because I love it so much. Mm. But in saying that, you, um, you said that it was twenty bucks by itself and ten dollars for the DLC. Mm. I would recommend for that price getting the game Mm. because yes, you do. Sometimes, if you're not good at the game, end up smacking your head against a brick wall for hours on end. But that sense of accomplishment and the rush that you get when you finally beat a boss and you take that like breath of relief it is so good. Oh, when you're sitting there, like your heart's pounding like twice as fast because you're playing a stressful video game. Mm. And then you actually beat the boss and you're just like, yes, I did it. Mm. It's just one of those games that you feel like you actually accomplished something. You actually beat the game. Yeah. it's um, And the DLC for $10, like... It's a se- it's the season um, season pass, so it's got yeah. everything. Oh, well, there's only two DLC. Well, there you go. But that two DLC is... Wow. Okay. So for the price of the season pass in that bundle of ten bo- ten dollars, I could buy either DLC for ten dollars on its own. Yeah. So wow, that's nice. Yeah. The um DLC gives you probably about thirty odd hours mm. onto it. I mean that depends on how good you are with the game. I mean like if you're really good at the game, you can just basically run past half the enemies Mm. or just smack them down as fast as possible. But, like, if you're a new, inexperienced player and you're going slowly through these environments... And also, the environments that you get, like... I think there's about another three environments that you get. They are completely different to what's in the main game. Hmm. So, like, you're going through, like, you know, in the main game, you're going through castles and, like, swamps and this and that. In, like, the DLC, you're going through, like, ruined cities and, like, frozen areas. It's, like, a complete change of environment. Yeah. So it's just, like, it's really, like, for 10 bucks, I recommend it. Mm. If but yeah, the base game I've played for like, you know, over the three hundred plus hours. Yeah, the entire game. So it's just like 
for 30 bucks. I bought that for 150 when it first came out, which well was done. like $90 for the base game. Actually, no, it was like 100 and something dollars for the base game because I bought the mm. um, deluxe edition. And then also another um, another like 60 bucks for the DLC. Mm. So, yeah, I would I would recommend it if you if you feel like bashing your head against the wall for a couple of hours. Yeah. Until you feel good. <laughs> mm. Well, the only negative review I found on the Steam page of this game so far is a guy complaining about it because he was playing with a mouse and keyboard. You don't play with a mouse and keyboard. <laughs> rule of Dark Souls 1. Don't play with a mouse and no. First Any, rule of Dark Souls. Sorry. Mm. Don't play with mouse and keyboard. It's for controller. Mm. Please, for the love of God, play with controller. Mm. Yeah, the only negative reviews are people um, complaining. It would have been nice to know this game was, ne- you know, this guy saying it would have been nice to know that the game was never properly ported to PC before I purchased. Controls and instructions are all displayed in Xbox controller format. There's no way to fix this from what I gather. I think there is. They're, they're all complaining that, oh, no, I can't play it with keyboard and mouse easily because it doesn't tell me what buttons to press. Oh, it's just the keyboard and mouse buttons are so unintuitive. Mm. It's so hard. Like, it's just, oh, it doesn't translate well to PC, mm. like mouse and keyboard. But in saying that, if you have an Xbox controller, plug it in. Bam, you've, you're done. Magic. <laughs> Go ahead, play the game. So I've played a bit of Dark Souls 1. Yes. How does it compare in terms of difficulty to that? Because I've heard it's easier in some respects. Okay, so Dark Souls 1 was made to be like, it was the genre-defying game. Mm. Oh, well, actually, technically, Demon Souls was, but Demon Souls, yeah, but but nobody really played Demon Souls. Um, so Dark Souls One was supposed to be like you know challenging, but like you know not, you know you're gonna like not get through it. It's not impossible, but it was challenging. Dark Souls Three is more was more targeted to a wider audience, so they did make it easier. Mm. But in saying that, it's still not... Like, I have a friend who Mm. bought the game, could not beat the tutorial boss, Mm. has not touched it since. Mm. So, like, it's... Now, I will admit, I did have to go and actually look up how to beat him. Then it was like, oh, yeah, if you just actually do the thing that it tells you to do, you just take off half of its health. Like, oh. What? I just run up and beat it with a stick. In Dark Souls 1... Oh, Dark Souls 1, yeah. Oh, yeah, because that's oh, the tu- that's tutorial boss that I know of. Okay, I was thinking the Dark Souls 3 tutorial boss. There's a tutorial boss there, yes. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, like, Dark Souls 3 tutorial boss, mm. you run up and hit it with whatever you have equipped. Mm. Go to the left. Mm. Sorry, no, go to the right. Just circle around the right and hit it with a stick. Cool. <laughs> it, it eventually falls down. It eventually <laughs> dies. But, like... From Dark Souls 1 to 3, like, the graphical updates and the assets and stuff that they have is Mm. so much better. Yeah. Um, Magic works completely differently, though. Mm. I I think some people had problems with that because in, like, Dark Souls 1 and 2, you had, like, all your magic had a certain amount of uses on it Mm. per, like, rest. Mm. Whereas in Dark Souls 3, you have a mana bar, basically. Yeah. So what's... 
what's magic compared? Because I never actually played a spellcaster or whatever they're called in one. Yeah, um, spellcasters are a lot harder than melee builds. Okay. If you want to build a good build in Dark Souls three, well, basically any Dark Souls, shield. Shield and melee weapon. Basically because you can take the hit then. Yeah, uh, especially if you get shields that, like, there's... Most of the time, you can easily find a shield that does 100% um, damage reduction from just normal, like, enemy attacks, like, swings Mm. and stuff. But, like, from the other, like, lightning, fire, and, like, magical attacks, it doesn't do 100%. Mm. But, like, you just find one of those shields, hold that with a sword, like, a, a... fairly decent sword and just take some hits with the shield and Mm. then do some sword stuff and then back off a little bit Mm. regain your stamina do it all again yeah but um strength builds in that game are just stupidly overpowered if you first someone in pvp that has a strength build you're just like well i guess i'm done then okay especially when you're a magic caster (laughs) when you're a magic caster you're like nope 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 (laughs) running away from everything I mean, you do a lot of damage. Like, you do all the damage in the world, but you can only get hit once or twice. Mm. <laughs> you are the very definition of a glass cannon. Joe's. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so when I played Dark Souls 3 with my friends, that was when I went um, magic build. Mm. And, like, I'll be the support from behind while one of my friends is a melee build and one of my friends was a filthy dex build. Because mm. dex builds, they just roll for days. Mm. And yeah, so we we're like a good team. We had one person that sits there, tanks all the things, and then just hits you back twice as hard. Mm. One dude that like runs in, hits you like with quick swipes, and then the absolute atomic bomb behind them all, just shooting magic from afar. Okay. So what? How does the co-op in it work? I know there it exists, but I don't. I'm not entirely sure about how co-op works. Okay, so first off, you can't sum like it's called summoning. Mm. So you summon somebody into your game to mm. help you fight a boss, or you get summoned into another game to help them. Mm. Um, so firstly, you can't do it in um, in Dark Souls Three, the um, the tutorial area and the hub. Mm. world you can't do it there i don't think there's uh there are a couple of solo areas but they're like fairly small you can basically play the entire game with um co-op so what you do is you get this thing called a soapstone i'm pretty sure in dark souls 3 you actually buy it from the shrine handy made which is like you beat the first boss you go to where the hub area is where you like level up mm. you like get like hit all your equipment and stuff from that part place mm. and there's a person there that sells you items and i'm pretty sure you you buy it there for like really cheap and what you do is when you go into uh, a level like a level or an area you basically use the item which writes a sign on the ground mm. and then another person that is like what we call embed in Dark Souls 3 mm. um, comes along and like you know activates your soapstone and you get summoned to their world mm. now it's important that you have to be embed to summon someone yeah so and you also have to be embed to be invaded mm. so if you want to play solo 
don't ember yourself. Okay. Because that way you won't get idiots coming around that are so overpowered and just come in and just like one shot you and just laugh and run away. Okay. Because that has happened to me before. Hmm. Like you're just like, ah, I'm just trying to do something. Leave me alone. So people can just drop into your game. If, if you're embered, they can just drop in. Yep. Basically, they use an item hmm. that's like, okay, I want to invade someone. And then their game searches for another game that's like a person is embered, they're in like the same area, and they're around about the same level. And then they just get dumped into that level. Yeah, they just get dumped into there. When you get high, like higher up, that like that the level that you can be jumped into mm. does increase. Mm. But like, there's also been some times where we have just started, like you know, in like the first area of the game, and there's people with end game equipment coming at us, hmm. and it's just like. So what's the point of the invasion system then? So the invasion, the invaders get a prize if they kill you, mm. um, and you get a prize if you kill them. Like, a, they normally drop you a lot of souls. Mm. So and it's like a forced duel, basically. Well, not so much of a forced duel, especially when one invader comes in when you've got, like, three people helping you. Mm. And then they see, like, this army, like, small army coming at them. And they just turn around and start bolting the other way because they're like, I'm not dealing with that. Mm. And then they just sneak around and, like, you know, try to do shady things to try and kill someone. Mm. Like... I've seen invaders sitting up in the, like, rafters of buildings and, like, sniping people with bows bigger than themselves <laughs> and, like, making them fall off to their death. Mm. And, like, you know, there's um, also, like, spell attacks that can make, like, a sonic boom around you type thing and push people away. Mm. You can also, like, stand around a corner or something or, like, you know, wear a... Um, a like an easy place to ledge people is yeah and just basically like yeet them off the map to Mm. their death Mm. so like it's there's also with invasions you also most of the time you have to be a part of a covenant Mm. and then when you um successfully invade someone and kill them you get that covenant item which then helps you level up in that covenant and, you know, mm. get the rewards of it. Yeah. Um, but there's also other people that can, um, like, if you get invaded and you have a special, like, a certain item equipped in the same slot as your um, covenants, you can get, like, friendly people automatically summoned in you to your game to go and fight those people. Hmm. So it's like it's a very complex. It sounds like a very odd sort of system to add into your game, to be honest. Well, it's also to spike the difficulty up because you know players are going to be better than AI. Yeah, basically, and like you know they're much harder to deal with, mm. except if you have a strength build <laughs> and you just bonk people. I have a friend, my friend that does the strength build. He's got like this giant axe mm. that has lightning on it. And, like, you know, you're not supposed to be able to hit many times with that thing. Mm. But because he's put his stamina up so much, he gets, like, four attacks with it. Mm. People expect two. (laughs) So he goes, one, they, like, dodge out of the way. 
Two, they dodge you out of the way. And then they come and two, attack. Three, <laughs> four, <laughs> you're gone. <laughs> Oof, jays. So, like, there's... um, It's got a complexity to it. Hmm. And... But it's, like, also fun and also infuriating, especially in some areas where... um. It's got limited amount of help that you can get mm. because of the way some of the covenants work. There's what there's two covenants where if you have the item equipped to you, mm. um, and like you you could just be playing the game randomly in a random spot, and then it says like oh yeah you're getting summoned to this place to def- basically to defend the territory. Mm. So you get summoned into somebody else's game. That's just like, you know, walking around the area that the Covenant is based in Mm. and you have to go kill them because they're invading your area. Oh, joys. So, but like, you know, that's also fun when you're just like, you know, doing something random and then suddenly you're like, you're being summoned into another world to like stop these invaders, uh, stop these people coming to your place. And you're just like, yes, (laughs) (laughs) I will show you. Oh, joys. But yeah, like it's a very comp like complex system, mm. but it's fun. Okay. So in order to so you said in order to play co-op you have to be embered. Yeah. And in order okay. to be embered, and if you're embered, you can be invaded. Yeah. So you have to use a special item to be embered, which is like you know you get them around fairly regularly, mm. and like most when you beat a boss, you get one as well. Mm. Um, another thing that I forgot to say before is that when you you can only summon other people into your world mm. if you haven't beaten the boss yet. Okay. So, so if you wh- need help, basically. Yeah. But if you need help after you've beaten the boss of that area, mm. you straight up can't summon. Okay. You Get yeah, good. You, yeah, you're basically by yourself at that point. Mm. But in saying that, like, the way that me and my friends did it is that there was three of us. And what we'll do is that... We'll get one person to summon both of us, go through the entire map together, collecting all the items and defeating all the enemies and stuff, Mm. then get to the boss, beat the boss together, and then do it all again with the the other person, Mm. and then do that three times, which was really fun. You know, you get extended playtime with your friends. Everybody gets a whole bunch of souls Mm. because you have to defeat every enemy three times. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So it, it's fun. Hmm. Um, I would recommend playing with somebody else. Yeah. But also, have you heard anything about it too much? No. It's a lot funner mm. when you go in blind, mm. when you don't know what's happening. Mm. Because, like, you know, once you start looking at all, like, the wikis and all of the, like, strategy guides and stuff, it kind of loses that sense of, like, wonder to it. Yeah. See, that's one thing that I've done with Sekiro is that I've tried to stay away from all of the stuff Mm. on wikis and, like, YouTube videos and walkthroughs and that. I've just gone, nope, I want to experience it for myself. Yeah. And it's a much more rewarding, like, way to play the game. Yeah, for sure. But that would probably be said for, like, most games, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair enough. But, like, I don't know. With, like, I don't normally do that. Like, I don't go, like, you know, go to play a game and then instantly go on the wiki and try and find out things. But it's just, like, the sense of wonder in the world is so unique type thing. I don't know. 
to me personally, I haven't really felt like other games have captured that sense of wonder too much other than like, you know, very open world games like Skyrim and that type of stuff. Mm. Like just walking around and thinking like an enemy around that corner can like, you know, kill me in one second flat (laughs) if they're like, you know. Mm. Like that might just be me not playing too many games, but you know, it's just Dark Souls has a very special place in my heart. Hmm. So do you need to play the other two games before we get to Dark Souls 3? Okay, so no. Mm. You don't really need to. If you want to know the plot, maybe play Dark Souls 1. But in saying that, the plot isn't really explicit in these games. So... Mm. It's a it's a it's a sort of game where you've got to work out what's going on rather than yeah. it just tells you what's going on. Basically. Well that's good. Yeah, it it kind of sets up the basic details of what's going on and like the major overarching theme. Mm. But the there's not much explicit detail to like, okay, in this area it's this and that. Like in Dark Souls 3, it um it has a lot of references to one in mm. it. But you don't need to, like, you would get a lot more if you play and understand what happens in Dark Souls 1. Mm. But in saying that, it's not, like, going to lose its difficulty and wonder by not playing 1 type thing. That's fair. But, like, you know, you're just going to be a bit confused of what's going on and not know exactly why these things happen. But, you know, it's still like, you'll be like, oh, instead of being like, oh, I understand what's going on and this looks cool. You'll be like, that just looks terrifying. Why is it coming at me? <laughs> <laughs> Go away. <laughs> Go away, shoo. <laughs> oh, wait, you're a boss? Oh, okay. Uh, I guess I'll go cry in this corner then. Mm. But, yeah, there there are a lot of references to one now that I think about it, but... You know, it's not like... It'd probably be something that I could just watch a YouTube video on, yeah. Yeah. The story up until now and get, you know, get the general idea of what's going on. Yeah. If you're going to do that, either watch Vardy Vidya mm-hmm. or The Ashen Hollow. Okay. Those two guys are fairly good with their lore. There's probably like a whole bunch of other people as well. Mm. But those are the two main ones that pop out to me. Mm. So. Okay. But yeah, it's a fun game. It's just if you're it's definitely a game of skill. Yeah. Rather than like a game of like it doesn't unlike most games, it doesn't hold your hand. Mm. If you do something stupid, it's going to punish you. Yeah. But like, you know, after a while you figure out how things work, how you want to play, because there's different play styles and stuff. As I said, there's different builds that you can do, like a strength build, a dexterity build, magic build. Mm. Like, there's like three different types of magic as well mm. that you can go into. You can go into like, you know, really strong weapons. You can go into like sword and shield type weapons. Mm. You can go into like really fast daggers and like, or like staves and rods. And mm. you can get a, a, a hand that's on fire that you can, like, burn people with. Okay. It's not very effective, but it's there. Yeah, it, it exists. <laughs> it exists. Mm. So 
you know, while not going and looking at stuff like that, you're saying try to avoid magic, really, because it's not great in terms of single player? Yeah, it's a lot harder to play a magic... Like, in ranks of difficulty, it's, like, one of the harder ones Mm. to play as, especially when you're not really um, familiar with the game. Mm. But in saying that, it's basically like a range build. You just sit back, shoot people. So basically you're fine until they get into your face. Yes. Cool. But, um, yeah. As I recall, they get into your face fairly quickly. Yes. Especially (laughs) bosses. (laughs) Bosses with melee weapons (laughs) that just run at you. (laughs) Bosses are big enough to just be in your face. Yeah. But, um, it's easier when you have other people playing with you. Mm. It's easier to be like a range or um, magic build. When you've got somebody else in front of you. Basically, yes. Mm. Okay. (laughs) But, um, yeah, if you're going to play solo, I recommend the first time strength build yeah just do a strength build strength health weight okay that's what i would build all right and yeah cool find a good weapon that you like Mm. and start either bonking or prodding people with it cool that's that's the gist of the game nice all right (laughs) i'm going bash some people bonk until you bonk until you win cool nice (laughs) (laughs) oh sounds great Sounds like we need to go into a music break, to be honest. Yeah, it sounds like I've been talking about Dark Souls for probably like 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of my favorite games, okay? Leave me alone. Don't worry, he'll be doing the same for Sekiro next week. <laughs> oh. when, he ha- when he comes back and tells us, by the way, I finished the first act. <laughs> <laughs> I swear I'm nearly finished the game. It might... It's probably the end of the game. We'll Ugh. see soon when I beat this last boss. Mm. To Joyce. be discovered. <laughs> yeah. Guys. Anyways, you've been listening to Tune FM 106.9 and the Unix Radio Show, and we will be back shortly. I didn't get annoyed at you. You're just irritating. <laughs>
Nice to meet you. I can see me in your t-shirt. I could hear love from the speakers. I could see us in front of a preacher. Saying I do in my white dress. Felt so deep. I need a life vest. It don't usually happen like this. Nah, nah, Woo. nah, nah. Radio show on 106.9 Tune FM. Woo! Yay, you finally did it! Yay! Achieved! <laughs> Achievement unlocked. <laughs> Announced on radio. Yeah. Uh, so, Jen, you said you were going to talk about a thing. Yes, Minecraft. Yeah. Hey! <laughs> so, is this your first time playing Minecraft? Or? Yes, of course it is. Okay, so <laughs> yes, here's time co- for Jen reviews. <laughs> yeah, yes, of course it is. That's... <laughs> Not the normal response to <laughs> have you played Minecraft? Yeah, it's <laughs> like why? Why would I have ever played Minecraft before? Look, next no week, I'll, next week she'll play 
Mario Kart. <laughs> <laughs> there is a difference between Mario Kart and Minecraft, I guess. Uh, I never did PC gaming before I met Michael, so, you know. But it's not even just on the PC anymore. Then again, she was playing on a PlayStation 2. So... Okay, that's a bit different. It was on PlayStation 3. My brother didn't give me a PS3. (laughs) No excuses. It's also, like, mobile. Just, oh god, the mobile version is terrible though. <laughs> because I'm going to go out of my way to find Minecraft and download it on my mobile. Yes. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it, kids. <laughs> <laughs> Don't Stay do in it. school. <laughs> Play Fortnite. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, so how are you finding it? Okay, firstly, have you are you playing the vanilla one or are you playing the modded one? Vanilla. Okay, how are Be- you finding it? Because, um... I started on vanilla, and then we, Michael, um, well, they put up the um, modded one, and I was like, I've got no idea, so I went back to the vanilla. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, oh, too technical for me. Uh, we've I'll got go we've got villagers and then space. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like, yes, we're going to space. W- what? <laughs> to be, I thought we were mining for diamonds. <laughs> to be honest, my uh, um, the previous mod pack we did was literally you had, you know, your villages in this nice um, medieval village and then you were launching rockets <laughs> to space. This one at least requires you to have the had the Industrial Revolution first. <laughs> <laughs> Surprisingly, you require that. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, so, yeah, vanilla Minecraft, you're playing on 1.13.2. So not the latest vi- version. The latest is 1.14. I thought so. But do you have the flying, like, Evil monsters? Yes. The ones that come out when you haven't slept enough. Yes. yes. But you just go to sleep. <laughs> and they don't come out. Yeah. yeah. Really? Funny that when you... But the thing is, they're cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, I personally to be honest, like them. To be honest, you haven't really worked out Minecraft combat yet, have you? So. I have been, actually, if you would notice me playing today. <laughs> Uh, what? Just turn off mob griefing and let creepers explode all they like. <laughs> oh no! I was attacking zombies. Oh, there you and go. killing them. Excellent. Now were you using a sword? Yes. Good. That's a step up then. Yes. Weren't using an axe. Indeed. <laughs> Brilliant. It's like, but I want to be a berserker. <gasps> <laughs> uh, then again, um, it's got the server has MC MMO on it, mm. which is a plugin which. Um, keeps it vanilla, but gives you ex- like a um, MMO experience depending on what you do. Mm. So if you actually use an axe to kill things, um, you get up to a certain level in axes, the axes skill, and you just start beheading things, and you get their heads. Oh, like the um, mob skulls and things like that. Oh, okay. So it's actually really awesome. <laughs> it's one thing I miss playing the modded server because the modded server doesn't have it, mm. and um, it's like there's nothing better than falling off a cliff and then seeing your agility score go up <laughs> because as your agility score goes up, you get the chance of rolling and not taking any fall damage. Oh, okay. Which is cool. <laughs> or other things like that. So she's not playing on an entirely vanilla, but it's there's no new yeah. mobs. There's no new crafting. Crafting. Or... There's nothing like that. Not going to space. No going, no, no going to space, sadly. Have you found Diamond. No. She's found emerald. Oh, 
A diamond. Have you died to lava yet? No, I haven't. Did you dig straight down? No, I haven't done that. <laughs> I've always gone in steps because, you know. Okay, did, did Michael tell you that or did you do that on your own? I did that on my own. Okay, good. good. <laughs> Other people just dig straight down and just die. <laughs> it's like dig, 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 dig. Oh, that's a ravine. Oh. Ah. Uh, 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 <laughs> Splat into lava. Mm. I have fallen down a ravine before, but uh, I've died because of fall damage. Oh, yeah. Lava. Mm. <sighs> yes, ravines. Yes, indeed. <laughs> they show up out of nowhere and murder you. <laughs> well, see, what happened for me was um, I jumped on the server, and then basically Michael came over and built me a tiny little room of a house. <laughs> and then I kind of went from there. Yep, sounds yeah. all right. Let so, me guess, like a like four by three or something. Nah, I like building like nice little things. But so I made her a nice little house, and then from there we kept on going. Built her a barn. Built her an equestrian center. <laughs> built her. She's like a bazillion in one horses. <laughs> of course, <laughs> she is actually running a full blown equestrian center. <laughs> Like, like, it's all our massive equestrian center. And then on the side, we have jump testing and speed testing. Like, quite literally, equi- you know, this is what the animal sciences student does in <laughs> Minecraft. <laughs> she starts a horse breeding program. <laughs> you don't want me to jump on that server. <laughs> Go catalog all of the a- animals. Well, you can come on the server. It is, um, what is oh. the actual address for it? Game.unix.com. Um, and the port is, uh, two, uh, five, five. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. The normal, not the normal one. However, one thing that you will find interesting, Nick, if you type game.unix.com into your browser on your tablet there, Mm. um, I might just do that right now. Com and then colon, um, eight, one, two, three, if it, Works? Yes. <laughs> what is it? All right, so game.unix.com colon eight one two three. That is not what I wanted to do. Dot. This is something that I set up rec- well recently on the server, and it's really cool. So um if he's has yep. he got it up, Jen? No, not yet, but Game. he's getting there. He's get he's getting there. If I wasn't retarded? If, if <laughs> I wasn't stupid, I'd be able to do this. What was it? Games dot Game dot unegs dot com colon with you know the double dots. Yeah. I think it's colon. Eight one two three. So no there's no spaces. Eight, one, two, three. Then you hit enter. And everyone else who's listening can do this as well. This thing's awesome. I love it. Oh. Oh, okay. So this is a interactive... I don't know how it looks on the tablet. I'm sorry. Looks okay. So the view that I've got is a top-down view of the world that we've built, you know, made so far. You can zoom in and out. You can look at it and do all sorts of things. There are so many creepers around. Yeah. You guys need to figure out your creeper. There's a lot of lighting issues that we just haven't dealt with. There's a tab on the right-hand side of the screen in... um, Is this all your horses? Yes. Oh, my God, you have so many horses. <laughs> well, that's all horses. Um, that's horses and dogs. I have a lot of dogs, by the way. That's probably chickens and stuff. Now, the other thing... There are so many animals. Yeah. Yes. It is a farm. <laughs> uh, Nick, mm-hmm. um, some of the other things you can do is that um, it actually has a live update of where players are on the map. There's no one on there at the moment, so you won't see that. But there's a live update of where they are. 
And down in the bottom, there's actually a uh, text a text chat which you can type into, and it it chats in the game. Oh, really? So you yeah. can chat to people in the game via this. Oh, jeez. And this is a, a spigot um, plugin called Dyn Maps, and it's awesome, and it's the best thing ever. And you can set it to isometric view, by the way. Um, which I don't. Oh, that's spawn. <laughs> which I don't know how you do from a tablet, but you can have a look at this when you're at my screen when you're yeah you know, on a music break, and it's really awesome. I recommend it for anyone who's running a Minecraft server because it's cool and easy to set up too. You just have so many animals. Yeah. Why? <laughs> if it oh it actually no those are all horses. No. Those uh, are those. Okay, the, so most of these are horses. So there's a um, there's a group. Your horses have been breeding. No, so, they okay. don't. So don't breed in them, the right? barn with the um, the lighter roof, the stone roof. That's the dog. That's that's, dog. that's a bug. Dogs. Everything in that in that gray roofed barn are other animals, but everything else is horses. <laughs> Just all. Yes. All of the horses. They she has a lot of horses. They're coming up. Everything on this thing is coming up as a horse. But yeah. they're not horses. They're it's dogs. A, it's a bug. It's a, it's a bug yeah. that I haven't worked out how to fix yet. <laughs> or maybe it's only displaying horses and not displaying your dogs. Well, no, it is displaying the dogs just as horses, not as dogs. That's the issue. And oh. chickens as horses instead of chickens and things like that. I don't know why it's doing this. It's being weird. I need to fix it. But she does actually have a butt ton of horses. If you hop onto the Minecraft server, you can have a look at all my pretty horses. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's the thing now. If anyone wants to hop onto it, um, we have a Minecraft server. If you're in our Discord, um, send us a message. Yeah, say that you're interested because we'll um, make a more public notification of it. Let's see if I can actually find the uh, server details but yeah this is a really cool it's awesome little thing we actually have it on both uh, servers and, uh, and they even have is it the nether yeah the nether is almost useless to look at though because oh boy is it a mess so wait how do you go into that uh, you'll have to do it on a PC I don't uh. know if this is going to play nicely on a tablet so just, you know, because it's a tablet. <laughs> Those painful things. But, um, yeah, so that's a thing. If anyone's interested, come on down, join us. So, um, anyways, Jen, you should probably... Um, Minecraft, was it not really expensive at all, was it? Like 20 bucks or something. 30 something? Yeah. Now, one thing I will have to um, point out is that um, there's two versions of Minecraft you can buy. If you buy the Java edition, you can, you know, you play this, but you can also buy the Bedrock edition, which is the one they say is for Windows 10. It's 60 bucks. It's what? It looks terrible because Bedrock edition is supposed to be for everyone can cross-play with each other if you're on an mm. Xbox, tablet, oh, phone, okay. computer. But it's all used the UI for the phone version, the mobile edition. And uh. it looks terrible. And uh. it feels clunky, and I don't like it. So, yeah, this is all running on Forge. It's nice. It's great. 
So, um, yeah, would you recommend people buy it? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's easy to pick up, and it's good to just derp around on a bit. It's also a calm game. It, mm. you know, for the mo- especially if you're playing it on the difficulty settings we are with. No, for Jen, if she dies, she doesn't lose her inventory. Oh, okay. It's on normal and things like that, so it's not bad. And yeah, it's chill. Yeah, it's it's also like you know. It's been downloaded how many times? A gazillion times. Yeah, so like all of those people can't. It can't be a popular game without it, be, with it being bad. Mm, for sure. But in saying that, it's also got a whole bunch of mods and replayability and stuff like that. So exactly. Like, if you get bored of one thing, you just go, okay, let's just start something else. Yeah. Get exactly. a different like server or different world and mm-hmm. load it up with different mods and you're good to go again. Yep. Well, see, what happened for me was I, they introduced me to the vanilla server and I've been playing around with that. But then I was also introduced to a story server, which is... Ah, uh, Windcraft. It's an MMO built oh. in Minecraft. Yeah. And also... Um, Hypixel, which is mini-games. Yeah, mini-games. Okay. So... And that's also a thing of Minecraft. Yeah, apparently. you can do all <laughs> sorts of other stuff as well. Mm. So, um, yeah. Right, I think we should go on to a music break. And then when we come back, we'll do our rigorous plugging for the yes. evening. So, yeah, you've been listening to Tune FM 106.9 and the Unix Radio Show for our first ever on-time music break. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and we will be back shortly. Tune FM! <laughs> Summer with the lover. 
Welcome back to the Unext Radio Show on Tune FM of 106.9, and it's time for plugging. Plug, plug, plug. We haven't had a good plug. You know, that was about the worst thing about la- of the week before's radio show. It's just like, oh. We have nothing to plug. We don't. We, 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 we unplugged. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, goodbye. <laughs> no, that was the thing. We actually unplugged. We said all the things that weren't on tomorrow. Oh. <laughs> It was great. It also sucked. (laughs) Anyway, you guys should know the drill by now. Um, Tomorrow night, we will have the Gaming Society Games Night. It's on again for all those people who are desperate to have it over the holidays. Sorry, but I was away. Yeah. (laughs) And I have the key. He has the key. The one person that needed to the, be here the key was to not rule here. Them all. Anyway, we've got it on again tomorrow night. Um, come on down. There's going to be PCs, Vive, um, Switch. Two fives. Hopefully. Depends on how quickly the Posty Man comes tomorrow. Posty Man can. <laughs> we're, uh, we're, we're expecting a delivery tomorrow. That's all. Yeah, deli- we are expecting a delivery it's going to be the bestest delivery. <laughs> it's going to be a very nice it's delivery. It's going to be a freaking heavy and expensive delivery. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> There's an awful lot to be delivered. Yeah, so we're expecting two computers and a Vive to be delivered tomorrow mm. so that we have more computers and Vive because we always need more computers and Vive. Yeah. And so that's going to be added to our roster. Mm-hmm. We've got um, Magic Guys um, are always down. So come up and... Uh, Get into that. Um, we have heaps of board games, and we're gonna have sausage sizzles and drinks for a dollar each, Woo. like we always do. Woo. And yeah, get excited! I think that's my my part of the plug done. Um, okay. Anything else to plug? Well, uh, just to let everyone know, because I feel like letting everyone know, because I can, because I've got a microphone in front of me. <laughs> and you can talk. <laughs> um, these uh, radio shows are being podcasted via Spotify and iTunes. If you want to check us out there, go ahead. We don't have much of a back catalog, but it exists. Uh, if you want to hear us embarrassing ourselves and being idiots on other times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, trust me, my friends already do it to me. And it's it's very shocking to hear your own voice come through the Discord chat. Mm. And you're just like, what? Apparently Jennifer's becoming quite the radio celebrity amongst her friends. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh-huh. That's great. <laughs> Like, and the problem is, is that my friend will be like, you know, she'll play to me. I'm like, uh, uh-uh, do not play that to me. I cannot bear the sound of my voice <laughs> recorded. Uh, oh, it's so terrible. It is actually the worst, I will admit. Because you never actually hear your own voice. Yeah. Mm. And y- then you hear it and you're like, that's okay. my voice? The, the, the worst thing for me is that I've got family who was in radio and they said, oh, Michael, you'd have a great voice for radio. Then I listen to myself. It's like, I sound like a bum. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. I I heard my intro the other day and I was just like, I sound dead inside. <laughs> what is that? Am I autistic? <laughs> no, I just haven't had enough Mountain Dew. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, guys. Well, I think that's going to be us for the night. Yep, I think we're going to wrap up. Sadly, tea time isn't on tonight, so no one's going to be excited for that. No, we're all sad. Mm -hmm. We had so many great ways of butchering their name again. (laughs) It would have been toast time today. Yeah, in honor of Razor Toast. (laughs) Sounds like a brand. (laughs) (laughs) It really does. 
<laughs> the uh, puppet stops being a it stops being a single item and becomes its own chain. <laughs> <laughs> so I can here we have our yeah. We have our gaming machines over there, and over here we have our um, our line of toasters. Please note the only RGB one. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's us for, for tonight, guys. We'll catch you next week at 6 p.m. Yeah. Probably not sharp because we're always bad with times. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, anyways, you've been listening to us, the Unix Radio Show, at Tune FM 106.9. It's been great having you all. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.